0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com. How are we going to fill out an hour?
1: I have no idea. There's absolutely nothing going on, Sean. Nothing of any note.
0: This bores me. Well, Sean Ross Sap here. Fightful. It is July 25th, 2022. This is our post-WWE Raw show. Get ready, guys. I got a lot of stuff to plug. Uh, I almost cursed, but it's too early in the show. Leave you a seem thumbs. really
1: sad today, Sean. Oh,
0: I'm not really sad. I'm exhausted. I got up early. Yeah, you
1: seem like it. You I seem really
0: the, low. I was on the Dan Levitard show today. Um, that was that was fun. We talked about the Vince McMahon stuff. That's on podcast platforms everywhere. But we broke an insane amount of news on Fightful Select this week. Oh my God! I'm gonna brag about that later. But and boy, am I ever gonna brag about that later? Please leave a thumbs up on this video donate a super chat, donate a humper chat if you want to get your question or statement in. As of right now, uh we're going to try to pull off like a miraculous SummerSlam review show, Denise, hours before her wedding, me live from the venue driving back to the hotel. Hopefully I've got a good enough signal. I'll be able to test that as of Thursday. I'll be at StarCast this week. I'll be telling y'all about StarCast in a bit, but um this has been probably the craziest week I've ever covered. Denise, I was literally watering my lawn and missed scooping Vince McMahon on his own retirement.
1: That is very were you upset at yourself? Were you like no. very like kicking yourself in the head?
0: No, because I got the message like maybe 90 seconds before he tweeted it. So
1: Sean, 90 so seconds counts.
0: I wouldn't have had enough time because what I do is I immediately start posting a story before I post the tweet. I wouldn't have had time to do a story before he got that up there. So I know that if I would have seen my phone, I would not have done it in time because I wouldn't have just barked it out on Twitter. I would have had, it would have taken me longer to like get some additional stuff on it. But, um.
1: You know what you need, right? You need like an on-call assistant, somebody that's like on your (laughs) phone all the time. And it's like, Sean, hurry up. Stop eating. Stop eating your donuts. Stop watering your grass. You uh, need to look at this right now. That's I what you over, need.
0: I do. I get like 200 assistant. unread messages. I, I, secretary. I do. I do need a secretary. Um, I should probably hire one. But get in your super chats. Get in your Humper chats. Humperchats.com. That lets you get your questions or statements in. Uh, before we go in the air, uh, Joe Wagner said, Sean, you killed it on Levitard. It was so cool to hear you dropping rescue knowledge on my favorite sports pod. I love that I was asked for that. That was that was very flattering, and I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you was fancy cool. now,
1: Sean. You I leveled am. up. You're fancy I now. Am. You should be owning it. Come on. Yeah. Start, I know. You got to start acting a little bit more Hollywood when you get these really big appearances.
0: Speaking of, I'm making an appearance at your wedding, and Omar Diaz says, "SRS, will you mute Denise IRL at her wedding?" Listen, <laughs> listen, Denise. If she talks that shit, I can find a mute button right on her chin.
1: Okay, so first of all, too, I'm a little upset at you now, Sean. Sean, I'm upset at you because now that I think about it, you should have just came the day of SummerSlam here to Los Angeles. You could have been part of my SummerSlam party here. And then you and I could have gone to a legitimate studio because I got hookups, you know, and we could have done an in-studio show.
0: Well, at the time I thought that I was hosting the Johnny Gargano panel, which was supposed to be on Saturday at Starcast. It got moved to Sunday and I had to be like, "Hey guys, I can't go to I can't do that on Sunday. I've got other plans." Denise, Denise is bumping Johnny Gargano. You know, I mean, just just the most the biggest most important interview that, that he would have possibly done since his him leaving and I'm passing it up for you. There we go. There we go. But guys, Trevor L says great Q&A this afternoon. How much longer till you have Denise doing commercials for Fightful? Uh based on our trajectory um Denise's raise might not be that far off. Like I
1: Hey seriously, 10k is almost there. Where are you at now?
0: 7882.
1: Oh, I'm almost at a race.
0: Last Friday, we did a special show. It was one year after. By the way, guys, the show probably go long. Denise is getting her extra money tonight. I got too much shit to plug. We did a show at 1 p.m. on Friday where Joel Pearl and Kate asked me a bunch of questions about breaking the CM Punk story. And at the time we were like, well, this is like the biggest wrestling story in 10 years. And then like three stories Vince related broke. That were bigger than that, and uh, ended up working all through that night. We did a two-hour immediate reaction. Uh, we we put the news out there today about Triple H taking over creative. Uh, we were sitting at about sixty-eight hundred. Then it looked like it was going to be a down month, and now uh, I, I would like for us to hit eight thousand. I want to thank you guys so much. We we were the first wrestling property to hit three, four, five, six, and seven thousand. Um, there are no other wrestling properties on Patreon that even have 3,000 right now. So, man, that is super flattering. And uh, we definitely give you your money's worth. And I'll run down some of the stuff that we posted on Fightful Select since Friday. We I have, think when
1: I started at Fightful, Sean, you, we were, you were like at 5,800 Fightful Select. Yeah, patrons. maybe. Like maybe under 1,000.
0: Maybe if that. Uh, so, here's what we posted on Fightful Select since Friday uh alex's sour graps is live uh right after this as well so check that out but we have details on triple h's talent meeting that happened before raw today we had the plans for wwe raw tonight including an update on edge we we had been told that wwe had set travel for him to new york but it got canceled today so we posted that ahead of time uh, a lot of WWE Raw notes for tonight. Uh, we revealed that Maurice was going to be on the show. I did a special Q&A today where I talked for an hour about the Vince McMahon stuff, uh, Kenny Omega, all the things that we had reported. Every Monday, we do the Backstage Report podcast uh, as well. We did. We had uh, notes on Yatami from Scott Edwards' interview. We had more details on how Bruce Prichard was affected, uh, what led to Triple H being head of creative over other people. We had a story last night about Vince McMahon's deteriorating professional relationship with Shane McMahon to the point to where after that Royal Rumble, he said, Shane McMahon will never get another pop as long as I run WWE. And Denise, at least in this case, he was a man of his word.
1: I would agree. I would agree with that. Actually,
0: we broke the news that Jonathan Gresham asked for his release. And not only did he ask for his release, he
1: cussed out
0: Tony Khan in a meeting we have the, the the most complete story of that. I mean, there were some websites that outright ignored covering that this weekend. We had uh, all the details on that. We spoke to a ton of people within AEW. I had put out a tweet out there about uh, AEW's lack of communication. I heard from AEW about it. Like I heard, I had the coaches reach out to me and physically talk to me, and they're like, "Hey, let's clarify this. Let's talk about this." Here's the process. I spoke to Joey Janela about it. I spoke to uh, a lot of people about it, uh, and that story is up as well. We broke the news that Tully Blanchard likely gone from AEW as well. By the way, guys, everybody's saying thought Edge was coming back tonight. Homeboys, I just said his travel got changed. (laughs) Speaking of things that changed, Denise, we broke the news Or we didn't break the news. We followed up on the news that Brian Alvarez put out there about Brock Lesnar leaving SmackDown, which did happen. He came back. They were able to smooth things over. He was pissed off. We have more on that on FightfulSelect.com. We had the Fightful Select Weekender from Steven Jensen. Alex and Kate reviewed SmackDown. They reviewed Death Before Dishonor. We had an update on Max Dupree and WWE after Wade Keller the PW Torch uh, reported that as well. Uh, Rob Wilkins had a Death Before Dishonor pre-show show we had the biggest update on Vince McMahon's retirement and the meeting that happened after that. Earlier that day, we reported that Triple H, Stephanie, and Nick Khan were flying or traveling, I do not remember what the hell their travel was, to Boston to the site of SmackDown. They don't do that for no reason. Usually there's a meeting when that happened. We have all the details on that meeting. We have the memo that Vince sent to Talent. Also, I do figure hauls every week. That was up as well. We had uh, notes that, that Brian Cage was set to travel to death before Dishonor before he appeared, before it was announced. We, we, we got a lot of stuff up there, guys. Is uh, that it? We,
1: I mean, that's honestly a little uh, bit. I only he, took up nine minutes of the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. we had the SmackDown plans as well. This is just since Friday. I'm just, just saying. Just round it
1: up to 10, to 10 minutes. Keep we going. Had you got notes, eight seconds.
0: Notes from Yappy's interview with Fightful, coexisting after dark, Um the early plans for SmackDown and how Time's the max, up, bro.
1: Times up. Just the just maximum
0: kidding. male models thing changing. Uh, the reactions to Johnny, like what's happening with Johnny Ace.
1: Hot son, I'm gonna Denise, grow old Denise, by the Denise, time Denise, you're done. Hold on, hold this. on. Shut the fuck
0: up for a minute. Just shut the fuck up real quick.
1: You were Denise. yelling at me last week. Don't curse on this Five show. Don't months, curse on this show right now. Five dollars. Do you do you not?
0: Five dollars. Now listen, I'm not gonna guilt any of you wonderful people if you can't afford it. I've been there. I have been there, but listen. Just to hear me out, go a day without eating, steal your mother's credit card, perhaps break into someone's home, steal some jewelry, pawn it off. I would think that all of these things are good ideas in order to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You can't even get. You literally can't get a five-dollar footlong for five dollars anymore.
1: You can't, can't even get do it. a gallon of gas you for can't five dollars anymore.
0: In 2022, Fightful Select has the most inexpensive exclusive wrestling service that has ever existed. Even in the 80s, it cost more for this stuff. Thank you guys for listening to me plug all that bullshit. It uh, ends up being like two cents per story.
1: So uh, your Fightful Select plug kind of turned into a Hall of Fame speech.
0: Maybe rob a bank. You can pull off a heist. You can get shot right in the back of the leg. But you know what? At least you'll have the money. I just want to thank you all so much. Leave a thumbs up as well. It's time to talk. WDB Raw. Matthew Plus says that he's here to put Luis over. Best mod in the biz. He is very good. WDB Pringle says, Congrats, Denise, on your impending nuptials. May the day be everything you've ever wanted. Mazel tov. It will be the best day of your life. And just because I'm there. Just because I'm there.
1: Hey, Sean, are you going to do the money dance with me? It's always,
0: hey, Sean, hey, Sean, hey, Sean, what, what okay, the fuck why? do you why want? Why don't I
1: call you? Fine, I'll call you something else. Paywall hey.
0: Jesus. Just hey,
1: paywall. Paywall dork. Jesus. Oh, no, hey, dirt she boy. Are you going to do the money dance sure. with me? Do you even What's know what that? that is? What is that? I'm not going to tell you now. <laughs> you already said yes, so now you have to do it.
0: I didn't say yes.
1: You said yes. You said, yeah. What is it? You said yes. You're done. You're screwed. You're screwed. You played yourself. It's Man. happening. You don't know what even, you don't even know what you just said yes to.
0: Joe B says, think you can spill if there's anything to spill. Any changes that were made tonight? Well, on FightfulSelect.com, we reported there actually wasn't much change. Actually, Denise, what I heard last night is very similar to what this show ended up being. So um, there you go. Kid named Brock says, I stole my dad's credit card for this donation. I'm kidding or am I? Well, I hope you still got that, that DQ job, my friend. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: Just memorize the numbers.
0: And Joe says, what are the odds Denise hits SRS in the balls as a part of the wedding ceremony? Uh, slim <laughs> to none.
1: Can you imagine that?
0: No, I can't. I can't imagine you ever doing that. Kim Gray says, thanks to all the Fightful crew for all the hard work. It's the best $5 a month. I listen to all the shows on my AirPods while I'm at work. Well, thank you, Kim. We appreciate you investing in us and, quite frankly, giving a hoot. But here we go. Triple H. We got lots of super chats, lots of humper chats about it. Alex Diaz says, how fast could Gargano cross Dakota be back? Denise, off the top of my head, I can think of about 12 people he should probably bring back.
1: And not only just speaking about talent, also people behind the scenes that were released and people that got let go, you know, all of, you know, during that time when they were cleaning out, everybody that was like associated with Triple H. um, There's a lot of people both in front and behind the scenes that I would personally like to see back.
0: I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking Morrison, Taya, because she's TV ready. Braun, Bray, Cross, Scarlett, Gargano, Dakota, Tegan. Like all those people are very, very useful. 100%
1: and like it's what I'm I'm you know where there's so much to talk about in regards to the Triple H news but that was one of the things that like instantly popped into my head was I wonder if any of these people are going to be coming back or if any of these people are going to you know kind of maybe the ones that didn't have the option the ones that just like did have the option to actually leave excuse me I wonder if some of them are like hmm maybe now I I might consider you know possibly going back to the company
0: uh yes I I've I've got FightfulSelect.com. I'll have some news on some people that I've talked to that have talked about that consideration. Uh, so Enzo and Cass might be a couple of them. They were Triple H guys. And since what got Enzo fired was not the allegations themselves, it was that he didn't disclose them. He's been on best behavior with promoters. Morrissey looks like a million bucks. I would bring him back as well. Uh, I, th- I just think they, they would probably consider Enzo. Lorenzo says, Fightful Select is 100% worth it, you guys. We got a half dozen subscriptions based on that 10-minute Sarah McLaughlin-esque plug that I did.
1: <laughs> Damn, in that case, do the whole hour so I can listen, get my 10K listen.
0: I mean, here's the reality. When the beginning of the month starts, we're going to lose a bunch because that's Patreon. But, um, you know, it's worth it, guys. I promise. And I got a lot more good shit for you.
1: Sean, you remind me of that one guy in those one infomercials that are like, but wait, there's, there's more. <laughs> more.
0: Uh, Billy Mays' son follows me on Twitter. He was the. Uh, is that the, him? No, he was the. Maybe it was him. It might have been.
1: OxyClean.
0: oxyclean This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book. Take a nap Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Clean guy. That was him. R.I.P sheldon says question denise did you ever look up kevin gates and did, didn't know who he was
1: no i completely forgot about it afterwards
0: did you hear about him screwing his cousin
1: oh someone mentioned it in the chat yeah. when that whole thing came up but it's just not kind of music i listen to so i wouldn't know
0: briscoes can't get on tv just just reminding you guys Wait, so
1: he really did screw his cousin like yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't t- like a rumor Because someone mentioned it in the chat, but I didn't know if it was legitimate or not. Like, I didn't go out of my way to actually go and search this stuff. Oh, okay.
0: Man. Uh, We got Jordan Scott saying, with the changes, do you think the music gets better? Mm, Not really. Kid named Brock says, still have my job. Sean, I've been saving for a while. My cousin works at WDB and got us free tickets for SummerSlam. Going to splurge on merch. Uh, Going to SummerSlam is a good call for you if you're in Kentucky. It's an easy drive up there. And uh, it, it should be a fun show. It should be a fun show. Omar Diaz says, a money dance. You pay to dance with Denise. What? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to tell this you that. So you've never, okay, have you, okay, I don't know if you've ever been to a wedding, but they do this a lot at weddings. Have basically. I ever been to a wedding? I've been in a wedding. Oh, like, how to your own wedding, Sean? I don't know what you did at your wedding. What I'm talking hell? like other people's weddings. It's a tradition that people do. They pay to dance with sure. the bride and groom. No, it's and not. Pin... Yes, it is. Sean, I, I know you're from Kentucky. I know, right, but it's listen. a thing. It's a thing. You pay to dance with the bride and groom. And paying... uh, you basically pin the money on the person's clothes. You've never seen this. I've gone to like at least 10 weddings and they do them there at the weddings. It's like a thing. Here we go. And you like. Do the thing like you dance at the bride and groom uh, and you pin the money on the clothes.
0: Got the poll, it is posted at the top. Uh, Denise, I think this might be a cultural thing.
1: No, it's not.
0: You, I you don't, don't think, think it there is. might be some cultural differences know. between I don't you know and know I.
1: A, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I just know that I've gone to a bunch of weddings and it's a thing and it's funny. And you already said yes, so now you're screwed,
0: <laughs> Denise. Is there perhaps a common denominator in the weddings you've been to and the weddings that I've been into?
1: Are you trying to call me out? Are you trying to say that I only ever go to Mexican weddings? Is that what you're trying to say, Sean? Yes. Are you saying that I, as a Mexican girl, can only know Mexican people?
0: Joel Wood said, been to four weddings, been the best man in two, never did a money dance. I have been in four weddings. Denise. I
1: don't know who Joel, who Joel Wood associates himself with.
0: Well, probably probably white people today. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm sorry, but we tend to be a little bit more lively at our weddings. We tend to have a little bit more fun, a little bit more life at the parties. Sorry <sighs> to Nerd add some says, color and joy into your life.
0: Guys, I'm going to pepper in the uh, Triple H stuff in between segments as well. Beard says, Sean needs to go all Sarah McLaughlin and tell us how for just $5 a month, we too can support a wrestling journalist. I mean, legitimately, I was poor until last year. Four months ago, I lived in a house that was crumbling around me. I'm trying to get Denise a raise, guys. I'm trying to get Denise money yes, I that can way. Get listen, a listen. New
1: pair of shoes, Sean. Listen you that way. Called me out yet.
0: muted. That way, Denise doesn't have to literally come on the air and beg me to dance with her for money. Like, come on. Valab says another you know episode. What, Sean, you
1: should consider some of your Latino fans on here because you're basically here. and you know, you're basically calling us out right now. You're making fun of our money dance. No, you, you were like, well, Denise, and maybe it's just the weddings that you go to and you, you associate with.
0: I'm just saying, okay, first off. No, I love our Latino audience, but.
1: Well, you should show it a little six, bit more. Six. Listen,
0: look at this. 62% of our audience have no clue what you're talking about. Prob-
1: I, I would worry now about your audience, Sean. You might what? need to reach this out, out to You should reach out more to the Latino audience. Clearly, you haven't captivated him here on Fightful Select or <laughs> Fightful.com. Oh man. Sean, yes, exactly.
0: Sounds like sounds like you and Luis it's, need to do a better job and be less shitty at your jobs then. It
1: sounds to me, yeah. You know what? Now I'm just upset, Sean, because...
0: I, we're sitting here. We, we gave you the Del Rio push, Denise. You won the Royal Rumble. You eliminated me from the Battle Royal. You got everything. And just like him, you're pissing it away. You're pissing it away. Hey, Kay I Reezy, want to be Del Rio. Kay Reezy says... I'm
1: be Rey Mysterio, man.
0: Kay Reezy says, in Filipino weddings, money dance is a thing. Okay, Gambier- there you go. Ann Beard says, I've been to around 15 weddings and no one has ever had a money dance. Sean okay, Blanford,
1: who are these people? Ricardo Jesus. says,
0: this brings private dancer from Tina Turner to mind, And Sean Blanford says, my wife and I had a money dance at our wedding, made a cool couple hundred bucks.
1: That's the I'm only t- reason
0: Denise is doing it. It's it a thing.
1: Culture. It's- Sean, it's a thing. Trust me. I swear to God, it's a thing trust angel
0: says been to three and it raises honeymoon yes it's a
1: thing sean like you literally go and people they pin this the money to you to your clothes so at the end the bride and groom are covered in cash it's great look all i'm telling you if you had a wedding you haven't done this y'all messed up earth to sean we're on the air yeah i know i'm just i'm just checking my uh checking my stuff
0: but, we, uh, oh, anyway. dude, did
1: you get a great scoop?
0: Yeah, I did. L- Line Drive says, I have a Latina stepsister, was born and raised in South Texas, never heard of a money dance. Man, we haven't even gotten into raw yet. Timbo well, Slice. I'm sorry,
1: but you were just blasting the fact that you apparently don't have anybody here that knows about this stuff.
0: 62% of our audience. Thank you, Line Drive. Uh, we will get back to these and the Triple H Super Chats. Kylo Ken says this episode had the most wrestling in the first hour I can remember in a long time, liked opening the action with action from the first moment. So the action started with Logan Paul and the Miz beating the snot out of each other. I thought this was good. I thought this was this at least show that they had some aggression about them. Although it sort of got undone later on, Denise, we had Maurice come out there and have to pretend that she couldn't speak English because you know, She's French. And then they kept on talking about balls and like, I, I'm so over the balls thing. It was funny the first couple of times. It
1: wasn't funny. Not even the first time.
0: I thought it was funny the first time. I don't find it funny anymore. I, I The only part of it I found funny was the fact that they apparently measured his ball sack uh, to prove that it was <laughs> okay. So that was all right. <laughs> because... Logan Paul said, Lady, who measures a ball sack or testicles or or a package or whatever the hell it was? But it, like I felt like they undid a lot of the heat that they they built in that opening segment by what being like, she...
1: Hey, what's up? Here's some nuts. Wait, what did she say is the size? She gave like she gave like an actual like chart thing of like she what a size of balls <laughs> she, are.
0: She said it fell within those parameters. Yeah. And, and ABW says, please, for the love of everything, why are they insisting on Logan Paul being a face? He will never be cheered. They have to realize that by now. Um, I, I don't think that he will never be cheered because I think that he can perform in the ring. And I think that will go a long way with a lot of fans for him. What do you think about him being a baby face, Denise?
1: I think that's what he probably wants to be, but I feel that he should definitely be a heel because it's just more natural. I mean, look at the man. He just was, I mean, I didn't watch the movie that he, uh, apparently gave a bad review to on Twitter yesterday, but he was his review of this movie was literally trending, like top five on Twitter trends, because you know, he gave a review of this movie. So just like the simple fact that and I was reading some of the comments that people were writing to him, and like a lot of people do not like him at all. So I feel like you should probably use that to your advantage. You know, why not? Like, So what if you get booed? Like you could be really good at it. I think if it's natural, why not go for it? You could end up doing something really, really good. You could, and then people could end up liking you in turn. Like if you're really, like if you're such a douche that all of a sudden it could turn into people being like, Oh, you know what? I like him in a way.
0: Jambeard says Fightful should buy share Delaware, her own purse. Like what Maurice had tonight. Listen, if we get to 15,000 on select, we'll do that.
1: Damn. How much is that purse?
0: I don't know, but there you go.
1: You could probably make one.
0: Jambeard says, mostly white people, Denise. Wazim says, money dance, Denise. Are you completely sure a pole is not involved? I'll not be doing any pole dancing. Sorry, Denise.
1: There's no pole involved, Sean. Sure.
0: Sure. Asian you Joe know what? Says, Maybe
1: you know what? That's it. This is exactly why I need a raise. If I did, if I had a raise, I wouldn't have to be doing a money dance, and then I wouldn't be all boxed in for being too Mexican, according to you.
0: That's not what I said. I uh, read however, between the
1: lines, Sean.
0: Man, <laughs> Starcast is this weekend. Please check it out. They have uh, graciously sponsored all of our podcasts through the month. Uh, they got Ric Flair's final match coming up on Sunday. Ric Flair and his son-in-law Andrade taking on Jay Lethal as well as Jeff Jarrett, who we saw on Raw tonight. They're going to have all the signings in the panels like from Brian Danielson, Claudio Casagnoli, Horseman, uh, Bret Hart talking SummerSlam 92, Page, Foley, Nash, uh, Matt Hardy, so many more but they're also doing wrestling shows. Black Label Pro and GCW on Friday, New Japan on Saturday, Rick Flair's match on Sunday. Tickets are still available for just $39 for the Nashville Municipal Auditorium at rickflairslastmatch.com. They've got stars from NWA, MLW, AEW, ROH, New Japan, Impact, and AAA. The Briscoes, Motor City Machine Guns, Wolves, Josh Alexander, Jacob Fatu, Jordan Grace, Deanna Perazzo, Killer Cross, Harry Smith, Ray Phoenix, Laredo Kid, Tons of people on this show. StarCast this weekend in Nashville. I will be there. Check out Ric Flair's lastmatch.com for more details. And, of course, check out StarCast.com for details. Also, Tully Blanchard still scheduled for that. Uh, Brian Danielson, who just announced he was cleared, scheduled for that as well. NightTrack says, now that people know it's a thing, do it. Not sure.
1: By the way, I'm Googling it. Traditional weddings in Greece, Nigeria, Poland, and even the United States all have a form of a dollar dance at their wedding receptions.
0: That's cool. Anybody can change Wikipedia. Valab says, another episode of Denise culture shock Salcedo. Let's go. Uh, Nicholas Olsen says, most people that voted no are flat out lying. Every wedding I've been to does the money dance. Well, you are lying. Thank you. ACO5 says former DJ from Kentucky, a money dollar dance is a thing. I'm white and Sean's age, so that isn't a factor. SRS is out of touch with the times. I've been to Thank a wedding. You. Every-
1: Thank you. Thank you. Y'all making me seem like I'm some sort of like alien.
0: Muted. LM says every wedding I've been to the last 10 years had the dollar dance, not for mine. On another note, I predict SRS appears on ESPN by 2024, talking WWE. Let's effing go. If you mean, like, working for them, that won't happen. I... No, he
1: means, like, an appearance, Sean. Okay,
0: I'll, I could do an appearance, but I'm signed with Fightful through 2029.
1: That's not what he's saying, though. He's saying, like, as, a, like, a person coming down as a guest. He's sure. complimenting you, Sean. I'm Take just... the compliment. I took
0: the compliment. No, you I were like, well,
1: that's not correct, because I have a Fightful contract in 2029. I
0: said if, if he meant, like, working for them, I won't be doing that.
1: But that was not what he meant, I, okay,
0: that's fine. I'm just
1: saying. Why are you
0: Why are you trying to pick a fight with your own imagination, Denise? I don't I'm give a damn. I'm just
1: upset that you didn't understand his super under, chat.
0: I understood it. I was clarifying.
1: What like were you a, clarifying? That's not what he needed clarification with. That I
0: would do an appearance, but I ain't working there. That's what I was he clarifying. He wasn't saying you were going to Muted. Asian Joe says, I had a money dance at my wedding, but now I'm divorced. Vandalia says, I've been to a dance where you paid to dance with a groom or bride up here in Ohio. Well, then. Chris Ferris, wedding photo in Kentucky shot and attended over 100 weddings, seen a money dance
1: less than five
0: times.
1: Okay, but people know that they're a thing, Sean. That's the point that we're trying to establish here, just because you never heard of it. And also notice how this is like the thing. Like, how are we, how are we getting so many comments about this?
0: George Barfield says that purse is approximately 32 dances. Well, let's talk about Raw, Denise. It's a half hour in. You're Roman the Raines. one
1: running this show, not me. I
0: know, but you won't! Listen, it's about to go from this to this.
1: Oh, Sean, grow a pair and do it. Just do it. I don't care. So you flip me off. My feelings are not going to be hurt.
0: It's not flipping off. That's called getting frogged, wise ass. Now you don't sound so fucking smart, do you? Muted. Roman Reigns comes out to the ring. He's got Paul Heyman with him. Cuts a promo. He gets tired of talking. Paul Heyman talks a little bit. But then we get Austin Theory. And this is where I think it picks up. And this is probably my favorite segment of the show. Because Austin Theory is like, yeah, I'm going to cash in on you this Sunday. Or Saturday. Whatever the hell day it is. He's going to cash in during Denise's wedding. But uh, Roman Reigns is the like...
1: money dance. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> the
0: money dance in the bank. Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean, but, you have to do it now. We spent so much time talking about it. Now on, you have no choice. Quit it.
0: I'm trying to talk about this damn show. I don't get paid extra to be on this show longer, Denise. So Roman Reigns hits a deadly line. He's like, look around. Your daddy's not here anymore. And the crowd ate it up. Denise, if he was saying this stuff to heels with regularity, he would make a phenomenal baby face. That's the Roman Reigns that should have been a babyface for a long time. Not suffering succotash. It should have been, this is my yard. Your daddy's not here now. He owned Austin Theory here. I thought this was phenomenal. And it it gave Austin Theory even more of a reason to to hate and have disdain for Roman Reigns. I thought they pulled this off well
1: this was definitely one of my favorite portions of Raw and to me this was probably the only portion of Raw that actually felt different and I get it you know um, I know that for the most part it was already you know what was already set to be happening on the show was set to happen and all of that but in terms of like something that actually felt different because I think a lot of people tuned into Raw today you know expecting uh, more changes I think to their programming but for the most part this was the segment that felt the most different and by that it was really just the way that uh you know Roman Reigns was you know everything that he said the lines that he delivered and all of that and the part about <laughs> when he said your daddy's not here anymore i absolutely loved that but what i mostly loved about that about all of this is that we finally got a chance from the crowd that didn't feel Forced. Yes. it didn't feel like it was shoved down our throats there's a lot of things that wwe tries to make happen and you know just know it's just like they, they'll repeat it a million times right just so that the person can like the crowd can start cheering and it gets so annoying you can't get on board with it so this one felt natural this one felt like the crowd was like oh like who's your daddy that was funny and so I liked that it felt natural and that was one of the things that I think was like the biggest takeaway from this but there was just a lot of little things that like Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns did like there was when uh Austin Theory came out and uh, and Roman Reigns was like hey New York take it easy on him like he's nervous kind of like belittling him oh I yeah. loved that but then Roman's Reigns, Roman Reigns was all like we like him and Paul Heyman was like Paul Heyman's all he's alright he's alright yeah. uh, that killed me so it was just like these little interactions that we saw just like throughout this entire promo um that I really enjoyed and I thought we got a lot of good that came out of it but in terms of this to me was where the show peaked everything else was pretty much raw 101 that we've been getting for the last couple of months or however long you want to say
0: and I do want to reiterate this is basically the show I saw last night before it was announced about Triple H Uh, Tampa Bong says, your daddy's not here anymore. Analyze the situation. Even Heyman was caught off guard. Leonza said the theory segment reminded him of the 2003 ALCS. That was a heartbreaker. But, hey, the Sox made it the next year, so maybe Austin Theory will become champ next year. Vandalia says, I think that was one of the best Roman promos I've heard in a while. And Line Drive said, I got to say, the daddy isn't here line is great not just for Vince but leaves the hanging fruit for Gargano should they choose to use it. I mean he could also I mean yes you could. I mean daddy's home and then Ciampa's like what the hell? cuz that's his line too. I thought that was really good. I thought Roman killed it. Denise this has always been in Roman Reigns. Like there are FCW promos where he's like he's kind of fancy pants and he's like <laughs> like the the interviewer was saying well, you're late and he's like what did you have big plans at the dollar store or something like what what did you have to do besides wait for me this has always been in him but they neutered him to such a degree and i'm so glad to see that this this is what we always knew he could be
1: well, I we, mean, we've seen shades of it before because even like, you know, the stuff that, you know, is heavily scripted and the stuff that is so, uh, you know, some people may say like generic. And while there has been a lot of like generic lines given to Roman Reigns, he has had a lot of really good ones in there, too, and that I at least recall join. And so I feel like it's we've always seen glimpses of that in Roman Reigns, even even like with all of that. But this one just felt differently. And I think this one felt differently for multiple reasons. One, you know, we're coming in knowing this big story, this big difference in WWE with Triple H, you know, heading uh, creative. We're going into this in New York and Madison Square Garden. There's just a lot that factored into this whole entire uh, uh, intro.
0: Anthony Devaro says theory to lose money in the bank from Dolph Ziggler or an unsuccessful cash in. Um, I think as of right now, it'll be an unsuccessful cash-in or he'll lose the briefcase. Uh, Alex Quirk says the Who's Your Daddy chant goes back years in New York, so it's natural. I mean, Denise, I had people so brainwashed that uh, all I did was tweet. Oh, Stephanie McMahon leads a chant of thank you, Vince, on Friday. And people were like, this is misleading. It's clickbait. They were actually chanting it before that. I'm like, yes, you had to tell them to shut up because the reason they sent her out there was so she could do it. It was literally the design of the segment. That was it. People were like, ah, oh, well, actually, they were doing it before. You're being misleading.
1: Well, I think at this point, Sean, you can literally tweet, my head is itchy, and people will be mad at you.
0: Yeah, well, they can get over it. <laughs> Nerd Guru says the vision is to get the briefcase, the F-off theory, and get it on Seth. Seth cashes in at the Rumble. Cody returns to win the Rumble. Run it back one more time at Mania for the title. All under Hunter's vision. I think Cody will definitely win that title at some point. I don't know what route. I, I think there are some people in the company angling for another match, and hopefully I'll have some confirmation on that soon. Kim Gray said she popped so uh, hard for that line. Said, oh, we're going there. Yep, we certainly did. And now Meromero says, is it just me or is tonight the weakest Theory's look since his initial push? Does he fail when cashing in? Well, it's funny you mentioned that because let's talk about it. Denise. when we sat there in Las Vegas, we said, well, what's going to happen with Theory? And I said, I assume he's going to lose every single match that he's got. And he is now 0-6. Uh, well... Uh, Actually, he's 0-7 now. Sorry. Because Drew McIntyre ended up beating Theory via DQ. And then Lashley and Drew defeated Theory and Sheamus. First off, I want to compliment something. Sheamus knocked the living shit out of Bobby Lashley like twice with his knee. That knee on the outside, beautifully delivered, beautifully sold. The knee from the top was amazing. Seamus is a guy that people in the company thought was going to retire a few years ago. And the last few years in the ring, he has never been better. I look forward to watching Seamus matches when they're fresh. So that makes me very happy. Uh, kind of hoping that the, the drew match gets moved to SummerSlam because both of those guys live in Nashville and it seems like it would make a lot of sense to do that in Nashville just for them. But, um, the knees were great, but I just look at this and I'm like, well, Theory's booking sucks.
1: We need to mention that theory was part of the first 40 to 50 minutes, maybe even the whole hour, the first hour of raw tonight. It was like everything, you know, with the Roman reigns thing, then going into the match with drew McIntyre going on to the next match. Uh, and that took up a lot of time, uh, for theory, but you know, uh, I kind of want to start, I'm trying to get off where I want to start off with what I want to say in regards to this, but I kind of feel like, and I kind of feel bad for Austin Theory because I do like, you know, I like the guy. I do. I like the guy. I know that he kind of feels like he's been, you know, shoved down our throats and he has and there, I still don't think that we should have spent all of this time, you know, and all of this focus in on him. Like we have the past couple of weeks, especially because, you know, there was nobody, there was really no specific reason that was very clear to people like, oh, this is why Austin Theory is the guy, right? Like we really didn't get to see that. While many people were like, oh yeah, you know, this is why, this is why us the people watching the show didn't really get to see a lot of that and i do think like if they play their cards right now with austin theory i still think that they can actually make a good you know heel out of him because he the guy is you know he kind of has that unlikable you know thing to him and so they can make that work to their benefit but yeah they spent pretty much the entire hour of the first show today uh pretty much focusing in on theory but in a way that kind of was not It was not the best, like the interaction with Roman Reigns was great and all that, but that was more so great for Roman Reigns, not so much for for Austin Theory. The match that he had with Drew McIntyre, there was a there was quite a bit of good stuff in there, even though it kind of started off when the Drew McIntyre Austin Theory match started. I kind of thought that it was going to be a squash, especially with the way that the match started. And I thought, oh, man, they really just brought in Drew McIntyre right now to finish off Theory. So everything that we got after that, it kind of felt like, yeah, it was a little bit of a burial of Theory. But not, I don't know how to explain it, not the burial that you would expect because it lasted so long.
0: So, um, yeah, I I don't think it's going to improve either. And, like, all this focus for him to lose over and over and over again – because that company believes that he's bulletproof with that, that briefcase. Joel Wood says, one thing I noticed is the talking interactions tonight felt a little more natural to me. Sounded like people actually talking to each other. Eh, much more than usual. Beard says, hoping in the way that uh, Theory cashes in and fails is pretty much a copy of Seth and turns into a triple threat and he gets pinned soon after. I hope so. Richie Goodacre says, it was hard for me to get Drew into Drew versus Theory because I knew they didn't want to pin either guy, so it was an obvious DQ finish. Oh, I don't believe that at all. I think they would absolutely pin Theory. I think they would do a, a best of seven falls and pin him four straight times if he's got that briefcase. I don't think that matters at all.
1: And I think the DQ kind of was the first thing that we got on the show that I think kind of killed a little bit of that momentum that they had with the opening of the show because it was like okay we get started with an up no, no, no with a very abrupt you know b- fight in the middle of the ring with the Miz and uh, Logan Paul and all of that and then we get into this really lengthy promo with Roman and Theory and Paul and all of this and for the most part I feel like people were you know, pretty engaged at this point. But I feel like the second that we got that DQ, it was kind of the, okay, this is the raw that we're used to. This isn't like, this was it. This was the point of, we weren't going to really be seeing anything different for those that were expecting something a a lot differently on today's show. Like when they turned it into the, the tag team match, I thought, okay, fine. Am I really like over the moon about it? Not so much, but I really did enjoy Bobby and Drew as a tag team. I thought that they were pretty, you know, entertaining together as a team from what, from what we saw, that was perfectly fine. Um, but it did kind of just take the air out a little bit when you're like, okay, well, right after all of that stuff, that was good. We get a DQ in this like first match.
0: Reminder, you can get your super chats here, uh, in here at youtube.com slash fightful or humperchats.com. That allows you to leave your question or statement before we go in the air. You'll definitely want to check out List and Your Boy this week. That is our weekly news show. Uh, Jimmy Van will have some unique business insight on the Vince McMahon situation. Henry Casey says, just got home from MSG. Probably the biggest problem of the entire three hours was this match. It dragged so hard. It definitely felt like it because it was the... it, It probably didn't help that Theory went from the Roman thing to his own promo to the Drew match to the tag match. It was just the whole time.
1: I think when he came out with the promo, it was one of those things where you're like, oh, we're still on this? Okay. I think a lot of people were thinking we were going to move on to something else.
0: Dick the Cock Johnson appropriately sends a Humper chat and says, I love that Theory is feuding with half the roster. I do like that. It's just he's losing all of them. Evil Live says, I understand Edge's travel was canceled, but it still begs the question is why we didn't get at least the usual two-part teaser vignette tonight. Do you think we'll get their big reveal at SummerSlam? I uh, Yeah, I do. I do think so, but that's not me reporting anything. That's just me predicting things. Uh, I know that they had travel set, but what does that mean? Nothing. I've, I've seen all kinds of travel canceled, but
1: I'd rather see it at SummerSlam. I We'd would save some some stuff for the for the big show. You know, I, I would prefer that.
0: Austin Clutter says, "Any update on Rick Boogs? Oh, buddy, he's out for a while. He tore his, his leg to shreds. Where does Raw rank in the this Raw rank in the post pandemic era for me?" Uh, As far as buzz, it's among the top. As far as quality, I I, I don't have enough that stand out to me to even be willing to rank it, Denise.
1: I was going to say, no, I can't even think of something. I mean, maybe like the first, you know, Raw with an actual audience. I remember that being something to talk about. But I mean, this show had a lot of buzz, but it was mainly because of everything that was going on with, you know, the big stories. But like i said it kind of killed that killed that buzz right away the second we saw that first dq (laughs) yeah
0: and he says what's something that can top the vince news very few things if anything like it would have like honestly maybe some like tragic stuff could but hopefully none of that happens i do think if we get a monday night war level feud between aew and wwe i think a lot of their news can be there because wrestling news is so much more mainstream now than it even was back then even though the numbers are are uh, way below what they were they're making a lot more money too super pony says is kevin owens still injured do they not have anything for him i wish i had an answer for that i wish i had an answer Elmer maris says, what are the chances we see adam cole back in WWE when his contract is up i think if this happened a year ago denise I think Adam Cole never leaves WWE.
1: Oh, no way. No way. He, like, told, I me, was,
0: he yeah. told me it was a very hard decision for him.
1: I was wondering about Brian Danielson, too. Like, I wonder if he would be gone. Like, there's a couple of names where I wonder, like, if they would be gone.
0: Well, Danielson, like, he adored Vince McMahon. Like, he got along with him great. But, like, come on. Like, there's, you can like somebody, but be like, man, you're kind of shit at creative, too. Uh, Vandalia says... Not changing what was planned is a new thing now, so I guess something changed. So yeah, him saying that the creative stayed the same from last night is the new thing.
1: There you go. We should have been celebrating that. We, we need to it, celebrate that.
0: Joel Wood says, "Is it me, or are there less crazy camera cuts tonight? It was there you. There was. I I I thought it was him. I saw a lot of. No,
1: them. but there was less though. There I was. Didn't, the, if go ahead. No, I feel like there was less. I mean, there was st- I'm not saying they're non-existent because they were still no. there, but it was definitely a lot less because there's been times where, like, in one little move, you see, like, so many, and I don't think I noticed that too much. And there was, like, during the promos today, I noticed that they, they kept the camera longer on the subject that was talking versus doing all the other stuff, you know?
0: I think there were still a lot. I didn't notice as many Zooms, but they don't let anything breathe. Like, they... I will always point people to Maven eliminating Undertaker. Go back and watch that. And there were no crazy cuts to the crowd to have somebody go. Because (laughs) Maven sold it and Undertaker sold it on their faces. And you could kind of see the crowd jumping up. You could see the crowd putting their hands on their head. You could hear the crowd reacting. It wasn't what it is now. And it was so much better.
1: Kudos to our bestie Maven.
0: Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Also, uh, Luis, whatever that uh, super chat was that you just took off, I need it back up there. I haven't read it. Uh, Rob Reed says, first day in charge of creative, and Triple H finds a way to put Metallica in a video package. That was already planned ahead, but yes. Uh, Garrett says, was it just me, or did the wrestling seem faster than usual? Some of the spots uh, in the Mysterios match felt hard, and that Seamus knee was crazy. I think that's a a matter of of circumstance there. Uh, So... I just think that happened. Just because. Anti and Brick says money dance post show live. Nope. Leanza Duncan said
1: says, yes. Sean, you already said yes.
0: Leanza Duncan says I'm black. We pin money on the bride. Why? Well, there you go.
1: See? Come on.
0: And Leonza says Denise, don't you listen to rap a lot? I think I probably listen to more rap than Denise does.
1: I don't. I don't think I really listen to any rap. Like maybe like classics, but not like any modern stuff. What do you
0: consider classics? I don't
1: know. Just like the songs so that like you, everybody knows on the radio. Know who,
0: do you know who a tribe called Quest is? No. Uh, all right. We're just gonna end that conversation. I'm there.
1: sorry, Sean.
0: Chris Peacher says people Greek listen wet- to
1: different things.
0: Greek weddings, <laughs> pin money. <laughs>
1: Hold <laughs> on. Whatever you would consider rap on the radio, like top 40, that's me. Okay.
0: So you listen to <laughs> Flow or He
1: had uh, that one song. What was it? Right? Was he the one that song? Right round? Round right? No. Yeah. Which was right the one round. he's favorite? That's right for. round.
0: That's right okay, round. Okay, I
1: like that song.
0: <laughs> Chris Peacher says Greek weddings pin money on the bride and groom as well. It's an old custom that is performed. Early congrats, Denise. Indeed. Thank congrats to Denise. Jam Beard says that SRS should do Stephen A. Show, uh, Stephen A. Smith's show in the morning. Could theme it as SRS meets SAS. I would love to do his show.
1: And um, like, then you'd be really fancy, Sean. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even talk to us anymore. You'd be like, Ugh.
0: I mean, listen, I love breaking news, but if I could get the Stephen a Smith job of talking in front of a camera for a couple hours in the morning. That'd be <laughs> ideal. Uh, would
1: you stop? Would you give up like breaking news or we just incorporated it? Uh,
0: I would probably incorporate it. Cause I love breaking news. Like as exhausting as this past week has been, it's been like such a good adrenaline rush too. like, okay. If you had I- to
1: pick, you had to be one of the other you're breaking news or you're talking head. What do you pick? One or the other mm. death's not an option.
0: I actually get along and am more cordial with people in the business as a newsbreaker than I am than I would be a talking head because when you're a talking head, you got to say that goofy wild shit,
1: like what, like, like goofy, all, wild oh,
0: shit. like all that stuff, like like Skip Bayless talking about LeBron, like it's.
1: Oh, like you got you, you feel like you, you gotta have you, a forced opinion. You gotta
0: ride somebody's dick to do that, like <laughs> real bad. Like you really gotta ride somebody's dick to to do that. Like it's and, and Wait, I'm not so saying, you're that in saying you have way. to
1: have like a really outlandish opinion. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. like forced, where you even have to like sell it to yourself.
0: Exactly, exactly. There you go. Devil Within says Skip talks about LeBron every single day. Yes, I'll tune in. Like there will be some big milestone, and it's like no matter what, it's. Well, what are the Dallas Cowboys doing? I'm like, it's, it's fucking July. They're not playing for three months. Who cares? Or it's, you know, it's August and they're like, LeBron in LA. I'm like, who gives a shit? The NBA <laughs> season is at
1: three months.
0: Anyway, um, Elmer Romero says, not knowing a tribe called Quest canceled Denise. What well,
1: can I say? I'm sorry there's different people that listen to different things y'all need to accept that people like different things (laughs) i don't want to be identical to you sean or to everybody here you should should ideally person
0: you should ideally strive to be exactly like me oh hell no meet norma says happy shark week everyone dark elevation main event of jd drake and tikesh slapped and humped that sounds like a good time
1: what song do they sing maybe i know the songs
0: Oh, there's a lot. What's their Awards most famous tour? One? Uh, we like, I lyrics.
1: Any lyrics? If, if you, well, We Are the like People chorus? was maybe
0: one that you would know for from the last few years. It came out in like 2016.
1: Well, I don't know. You'd have to sing it to me.
0: Do you know who Q Tip is?
1: You have to sing me the songs.
0: Ah, damn. No, I'm. I'm saying I only you. know
1: songs if you sing them to me.
0: I ain't singing them to you, Denise.
1: Well, then I can't know them. Because then Norm- afterwards, watch. I bet you I know, wish and you I would first- let me get
0: through these super chats. For the love of God, Denise. You're gonna okay, get your Sean, extra money. You're gonna I'm get sorry. your pay. You know
1: what? There, I'm that's so- it. I'm not speaking. Continue on. <laughs>
0: Meet Normus says, How was Raw with Triple H in control? More of the same. Joel Wood says 24 7 title wasn't even mentioned on the show. Triple H for Booker of the Year. Very clever. Shock 29 says tuned into Raw for the first time in a long time. Still Work to be done and get Logan Paul out of here, but already some clear improvements. I'm not ready to say get Logan Paul out of here. I don't think he's any worse than anybody else. I think he's a good performer as well. Rey Mysterio has his 20th anniversary celebration. He has lots of shout outs. Jonathan Hedman says, I caught COVID. It might be delusional, but the biggest production change tonight. The Mysterio is all watching TV like normal people. Well, Denise, his family couldn't have all stood sideways. <laughs> Could you imagine the whole, like, everybody? Mm-hmm. But we end up getting a match. It's Judgment Day against the Mysterios. Night Tracks isn't happy about it. Says Dominic is awful. Send him back to developmental. But That's not what anybody's talking about here. Not what anybody's talking about here. The match ends. Mysterio's win. Judgment Day is just buried. They're they're wrestling at SummerSlam. But backstage, Rhea shows up and she beats that ass. What ass? Every ass, Denise. Especially Aaliyah for messing with her man, Buddy Matthews. I respect it. She's like, I don't care if you dated him two years ago. I'm beating that ass. And she did. And then she beat up Ray. I love this. Like She should just whip everybody's ass I'm all for it. By the way, Aaliyah apparently went to the NXT parking lot, uh, intimidated Santos Escobar and stole Rey Mysterio's gear back. But uh, Rhea's back. That's wonderful.
1: I'm very happy to see her back. We didn't know when she was coming back, so I'm glad to see her here. I do want to talk a little bit about Rey Mysterio's promo that he did. I thought it was really nice. I thought you know him thanking everybody was really cool. There was a lot of good stuff there. Him basically just going off. And he really seemed very genuinely thankful to the people. And that was really nice to see him have that moment. It's not very often that you get those moments. And the ending of this match with uh, Judgment Day... I liked the ending. I thought it was really fun, you know, with Finn Balor trying to get away with the exact same Eddie Spine and not being able to do it and his reaction and how he sold that. Like, he was so shocked when, when Rey Mysterio turned the tables on him. That was really fun. Uh, closing it off with the frog splash. Nice stuff there. It just felt like, um, like maybe the match itself was like whatever. But the ending... The ending felt nice. It felt like a n- nice little way to celebrate Rey Mysterio, and especially in a, in a you know place like Madison Square Garden. That was really cool. I like that.
0: Dominic conveniently is away when Rey gets attacked. Think there's something more to that? Do you think he's joining Judgment Day?
1: I think at this point, at this point, it wouldn't hurt him. Honestly, yeah, I mean, like wouldn't to try anything. How much
0: more could they possibly suck? Well, we're gonna test that theory. I felt um, so
1: bad too when Rey said. When Ray said that, that Dominic was going to be representing the Mysterio legacy when he's gone to the fullest, list, I was like, aw.
0: Ugh. I think they should have shaved a couple of matches off of this feud. And I think you all should shave some off of your nasty pubes. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. They got that platinum package 4.0 manscape the leader in below the waist grooming now trust them with the rest join 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape by going there getting 20 percent off and free shipping with the code fightful improve your confidence have a good grooming routine especially in the summer that hot humid weather their brand new platinum package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered they're giving you a bulk discount on all their top products they got that lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, ultra premium body wash, and the two in one shampoo and conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserver, anti chafing ball deodorant, the crop reviver ball spray toner, the anti chafing boxers, and the tr- the shed travel bag to hold all of them in. Got that advanced skin safe technology with that weed whacker, that that body trimmer. Oh my gosh, man. All that stuff for twenty percent off, Denise. Denise, wow. yes. If you use Manscape, you probably wouldn't have to rely on the money dance.
1: I, you're exactly right.
0: You'll be doing the Manscape dance. You'll be you'll be helicoptering all over the place with Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Ah, <sighs> waterproof trimmers reduce your foot odor. Reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. It's good stuff. Bring your comfort and your boxers to the next level as well. We got some more super chats, Denise. Hold on. Let me find this podcast frame. There we go. I yeah, just because they it swap up.
1: us. This is weird. It's I feel boxes. like I'm in an alternate universe. I
0: did. I did. Thanks.
1: <clears throat> hey, how would you do the manscape dance? Would it be like this or would it be like? What would it be like?
0: I don't think you, I don't think I need to answer that on the air. Um, Nergur <laughs> says, "You look beautiful tonight." Respectfully, Denise.
1: Thank you. No one ever tells me that. I appreciate it.
0: Isaiah asks, "How old we both are?" Um, I am about three years younger than Denise because she's Bro. old as shit. Old as shit. Uh, make yourself eighty-five. Says, "Has Denise ever listened to the Roots?"
1: Sing a song,
0: okay. Have you ever watched uh Jimmy Fallon of late? Yes, okay. Uh, there are lots of elements of the roots there,
1: okay. But Sheldon Jackson says,
0: Denise, for a tribe called Quest, electric electric relaxation is a jam. Yes, it is. Joel B says I'm Cuban and these $5 go towards repairing your relationship with the Latino community. (laughs) Big Thank you to Chad Zuber. He says, Hey, SRS and Denise. Wanted to thank you for everything you both do. I've been down for a few weeks and your shows bring a smile to my face. Thank you so much for everything. Denise, congrats on your wedding Sunday. Well, uh, first off, Chad, uh, thank you for saying that. We have shows like between the main feed and select. I try to aim for us having an average of two shows a day. Because uh, I've been in that spot before. I've been bummed out and having people to talk to, especially like live and interact with, uh, helped me an awful lot. So hopefully it helps you all as well. So between I'm bummed out
1: those- too. And then I come out to these shows and you're just stomping on my confidence and stomping on my self esteem, Sean. How? What did
0: I do? I don't know.
1: Me? I come in here and I'm like, I'm trying to have a good day. And you're like, shut up, mute you, you're dumb.
0: Will Kavanaugh says we'll we be singing an Aaliyah versus Rhea feud. No way. No way.
1: Oh, come Dream- on. Why not? You never know. Aaliyah, Aaliyah
0: can't work. Uh, Maybe Dream- she'll
1: do something else. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, because having Dominic work, work just went fine, right? At
1: this point, can she be any worse?
0: <laughs> Queen Monet says, so happy Rhea's back. Her present was missed, and I loved her with the I'm your poppy shirt after what she yeah. said on Twitter to Don. That was good. That was good. Dream Ninja says, Rhea is amazing. Hopeful Triple H can reinvigorate more the women's division like NXT. Don't think we see much of a change in booking till after SummerSlam. Main event was great. I, I would think so, too. I think maybe he'll change some of the finishes to SummerSlam. But I think once that happens, we can kind of get a bit of a clean slate there, Denise.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think, well... Mainly, yeah, especially after SummerSlam, SummerSlam is going to be like the big one, I think, where it's like, okay, let's see how this is going to be, you know, different. You know, I feel like the takeovers were phenomenal and this and that there. I don't recall a bad takeover with Triple H. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what we see with SummerSlam. I mean, I'm not comparing it to a takeover or anything like that, but, you know.
0: WrestleBreak says, listening to the Raw review a little late, and I just need to say Denise is 100% right. Born and raised in Missouri and moved to Iowa. And almost every wedding I've been to, we have the dollar dance where you pay to dance with the bride. So it's interesting that so many people are like, almost all of them do or almost all of them don't.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: That's interesting.
1: It is interesting. interesting. They're either like me or they're like you.
0: Phoenix says, Denise, my favorite step host. We got a bunch about. That was it. Yep, that's it. Oh, James, <laughs> I was James, waiting for more. <laughs> James says Do we think Triple H will have an on screen presence? Nope. I think he's pretty much done on screen. Do we think he's going to be featured more now that he's in charge? Nope. I don't think that he will. I think he's probably going to stay off TV for the most part. Maybe yeah, he'll come
1: in and do like a random speech or something like that at a rent, like, yeah. you know, like for an anniversary or something like that. I don't know.
0: Dorian like a says. Special with- occasion. Dorian says, was this mostly events produced show a lot more wrestling, but I can't imagine Pete Dunn and Champa being in their current roles for long. I can't either. Um, I, I think this was probably put together in between the Friday and the announcement. Make yourself says raw was Omos free. And that's a plus.
1: Oh, how sad. I just realized Omos wasn't on the show until right now.
0: He's so fast though. Nerd Guru yeah. says raw felt at least somewhat new tonight. You could tell with the brawls and some camera angles, The whole Rhea kicking Ray and Dom's ass was good stuff. Becky and Bianca's brawl was good. Theory getting his ass kicked ruled progress time to play the game. I mean, I can tell you raw felt somewhat new. I mean, we're getting the biggest level of super chats that we've gotten since like the return from post pandemic stuff. Like since there was that buzz.
1: Bro, 70% of them were about the money dance.
0: We got to talk about that stuff more. Uh, Austin Clutter says SummerSlam match predictions. I feel like some stuff might be pulled, like we might end up seeing like Riddle or or Rollins moved or something like that. I think there might be some of that. But match predictions, I I mean AJ and Ciampa would make a lot of sense, but I don't know. Any any matches that you think should be added?
1: I think right now, no, I feel like they've already added everything that they were working on that they were at least building towards that I and- feel st- if they add something, it's probably something that wasn't too big that I probably didn't even realize that they weren't even added to the card.
0: And they've got nine matches on the show, and that's more than what they've done lately. They, they've usually went a lot less than that. Yeah. Tor- Crawler says Triple H was big on Shayna, praying to the gods that she gets at least one good run. Her last year has been bleak. It has what been. What's an- Shayna
1: been up to right now? Have, have we seen her? When's the last time we saw her? I don't remember the last thing she did
0: playing second fiddle in the natalia ronda thing
1: but that and, was a while back wasn't it
0: a few yeah about a month elmero mero says do you think that triple h will rebuild shayna i think this is the best shot she has for a lot of this talent i think this is their best shot at uh sort of reclaiming some good creative bianca Belair air promo uh becky lynch uh came out and interrupted Nerd Guru says, just want to say Becky Lynch is quite as beautiful as someone can be. And Kevin Dunn, uh, well, I'm not making fun of somebody's appearances here, NerdGuru. Uh, regardless of what you think of Kevin Dunn, ain't, ain't here for that. But the Bianca Belair promo uh, helped build to SummerSlam. How do you feel about this one?
1: Dude, I love everything that they do. This was something simple, and it was straight to the point. A simple bra, it's always going to get, it, I feel it's an easy way to get a little bit more like, you know, oomph into the feud and I, i'm totally okay with this this was perfectly fine to me like it wasn't anything major but it just kept adding to what they're doing it's fine yep
0: yeah, i think this is pretty simple we also have alexa bliss and dewdrop alexa bliss uh putting over how much lily sells she actually said lily's got a job she's the number one merch seller on WWE shop which i thought was kind of funny uh, Alexa Bliss ends up winning. This match keeps happening over and over and over again. Charlie says, Why oh, why couldn't have Triple H at least feature a women match over five minutes tonight to make it feel like something is going to change under his leadership? Any lapsed viewers gave WWE a second chance tonight. They saw the same old shit that they did. Women were not featured anywhere near as much as they should have been tonight, Denise.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I know, like, when this match ended, I thought, oh, that's it. Okay, well, I guess good for Alexa Bliss getting this win, but there was—I wish they would have shown the Ronda Rousey thing on on TV because I didn't even know that that had happened. I saw it on social media, and I thought, "Damn, did I fast forward this too much? Like, did I miss this? When did this air?" Um, I would have actually liked to see that like on uh on TV just to give a, add a little something, you know?
0: Yeah, Oscar we were both on main event tonight. Thank you to Goddammit Ray for subscribing. On Twitch, we do simulcast to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Uh, also, for those of you that missed it, Denise and Will Washington did an ROH Death Before Dishonor review on Saturday. You guys want to check that out as well. Uh, we also have two interviews a week dropping every week here on Fightful. So check those out. We got plenty more Super Chats. Graham Media says... How fast do you think the Fairweather anti-WWE stands? will jump back to WWE if Triple H does the minimum fan service, brings back black and gold, fires Bruce, et cetera. I mean, that was a very loaded, very weird way to put it. I mean, WWE creatively, in my opinion, has sucked. It's been insulting to to our intelligence. They don't do the bare minimum. If they make a show make sense. I can forgive an awful lot of stuff. I want to like wrestling. There's all kinds of shows that I I watched far past their expiration date just cuz I I took comfort in them and enjoyed them. But when they they didn't make sense, I was like, "Ah, what the hell?" Like when Lost like wasn't making sense anymore, I was like, "I don't watch this for comfort anymore. I didn't want to do it." WWE has has long just not only not made sense, but done it not made sense despite itself so does the minimum fan service i don't think it has anything to do with firing bruce or bringing back black and gold i think it it's making some minimum effort not showing the same bullshit that they watch every single week then denise we still got rematches tonight
1: yeah and also i think it's very clear that even like the people that are like die hard defend everything that wwe does They, when you get the fresh stuff, when you get new stuff, they react to that, man. It's not like they're not, you know, wanting the same thing, too. I just feel like there's going to be people that, you know, like everything, but even they want to see a little bit. You you see it on TV. You see what works and you see what doesn't. You can tell by the reactions.
0: Jambeard says the Egyptian women's bobsled team could win the Olympic gold medal while breaking records and skip would still say that LeBron isn't the goat in the Dallas Cowboys are always making him angry and sad. That is absolutely true. Chris Peacock says, whose idea are these God awful renders during animated wrestlers or during wrestlers entrance? Will they go away? I think they're here to stay. I think they're going to continue. There's
1: sometimes where I don't really like them. It depends. Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I don't.
0: Sean Garner says, when is your SummerSlam predictions video? I don't know if I'm doing one this week. I got kind of a, I am. Well, there you go. Denise will have one. But uh, I don't know if I'm doing one this week. I'll see what I can do. At the very least, um, we will have one on the Friday SmackDown show, and I'll have them run through their predictions.
1: Come on, Sean. You need to get on it. Come on. If I can do it, you can do it.
0: I got nothing to do. You've been way busier than me this weekend. Jambeard Um, says – I kind of (laughs)
1: have. Doubt it. I've been very busy too, Sean. You've got
0: nothing important coming up. Nothing. Jambeard says, I'd like to see Drew versus Gunther – I see title feud. Me too. I'd like to see it as a world title feud. Yep. Happy Rachel Kate says, really love this palpable energy around the wrestling world with these changes. Everyone's here to give WWE a fresh shot in their new era. Here's hoping Triple H knocks it out of the park in the months to come. Denise, I have felt an overwhelming sense of excitement and optimism. I don't know how WWE can't look at this and say shit, maybe we really do need to change how we do things. If this many people that stopped watching our show are this excited, maybe this is a sign we should take a different approach.
1: Unless they don't want us to, which obviously they wouldn't. Obviously they want us to watch the show. But uh, yeah, I mean, nobody, well, I'm not going to say nobody, but I haven't seen much negativity around this on Twitter so, I mean, unless I'm not in that part of Twitter, I haven't really seen too much negativity on this. And, you know, obviously people making jokes about it and whatnot. But for the most part, I feel like I've seen a lot of people go like, you know what? Good for Triple H, or good for this. This is a this is a positive change. Like I haven't seen too much negativity.
0: So, goddamn it, races! What are five things you and Denise hope Triple H changes in the next six months? Uh, we'll we'll start with two each. Denise, the 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 first thing. All the rematches. I, I want matches to feel special again. And the second is production. I want the production to go to a more bare bones thing. When I spoke to Eric Bischoff before he went back to WDB, he said something that I completely agree with. It felt too overproduced to feel spontaneous. It didn't feel like anything could happen because it felt like everything was overproduced. Uh, wh- what do you think?
1: For me, I want to see a different type I want to see better in ring wrestling in terms of like the matches to be better quality the matches to feel like I don't want to go and be like oh yeah like watch something and be like yep this is a raw match like give me a pay-per-view caliber match on raw on top of that storylines that are interesting that are fun that are not too dorky, you know? Like you know what I mean, too dorky, too cartoonish. I want to see a little bit more of like realism kind of incorporated into the storylines just so that I feel like I I want to I want to care when you know we're heading into a certain match. I want to care, and the only way to make me care is by, you know, giving me an interesting story and knowing that I'm going to see, you know, uh a good match like that's all I want and I want to see a variety too I want to see more of a variety in terms of styles um, with what we're watching in terms of the in-ring wrestling I want to see more of a variety there I just don't want everything to feel so generic because everything feels generic everything feels like printed out out of the same damn factory I want to see something like just switch it up you know do something different
0: uh, I also like as, as a fifth thing, just make it make sense. Make it make sense. Irene says, I wonder how much of the perceived changes on Raw were actual backstage changes or just fans projecting and seeing the ones they hope to see. I think it was the latter for this go around. I think fans were just kind of wanting to see something.
1: Yeah, but then it became very clear that it was, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like the first little bits of the show. You were like, oh, this feels good. And the next thing you know, it was like, wah, wah, we're back to the same thing.
0: Joel Wood says, the one thing I did notice, there seemed to be a little more emphasis on wrestling and less on goofy shit. I mean, kinda. I mean, we got the the millionth Street Profits Usos thing. We got the millionth Alexa do Drop thing. We got Austin Theory losing over and over and over again. The Mysterios and Judgment Day again. We got the Tiny Balls again. James says, full names would be a great start. So I know some of that is like, because when they trademark it and they just have Theory... Well, I mean, he can he can use Austin Theory anywhere because he had it before WWE. But ideally, they wouldn't be able to use a one part name like Ruby Riot was able to use Ruby for Ruby Soho outside. I know that was one of the motivations, but I think Triple H probably gives less of a shit th- about that.
1: I was gonna say I feel like that's on a lot of people's list. I don't feel it's at the top of my list in terms of like things that I'm like. If, you know, if I had to make three wishes of things that were actually changed, it wouldn't be one of those. I I actually, I would have it like in my very low top 15 things that I would want to see changed.
0: Anti and Brick says, love y'all. Thanks for everything you do. Congrats, Denise. Any specific expectations on what will change? So expectations, I think the terminology will change. I don't think belt will be a bad word anymore. I think a lot of that stuff is out the window. Truly. Now Vince McMahon has almost zero power as it relates to those decisions because he is in a situation where he's resigned from these roles. He doesn't have the iron fist. They don't have to go through him. Will they? I don't know. Maybe, but um, that's no longer the case.
1: I think that now we're not going to be like, oh, this person, because of the way that he looks, he's going to get pushed. Now, I think it's going to be more so of, you know what, if you're good, if you have you know, all of the qualities that you need to have in order to be, become a big star. I feel like there's going to be more people that may have not been given an opportunity because they didn't meet the qualifications of what they were supposed to look like. I, I do think that we're going to be seeing a little bit more of like different people get a real opportunity, you know, like for, you know, for a bit, you know, even for-
0: then, even then they got rid of Braun and Cross. Like what, what are they looking for at this point? They got rid of Braun, Cross and Scarlet. What on earth are you looking for? If that's not what you're looking for. That's true. So it's always just hard to say like, yeah, Jambeard says, I was hoping Triple H was going to open raw with a ruthless aggression style promo and could lead to kayfabe people leaving bad booking and names. I I mean like, butch, I think it's fine. Gunther. I think it's fine. Like it's fun to laugh at immediately. It didn't ruin either man. Uh, I think if Triple H was going to do one of those speeches, I feel like, SummerSlam or next Monday is the right time to do it, Denise.
1: I guess, yeah, you're right. Maybe after SummerSlam or at Summer uh, – maybe not at SummerSlam, only because I feel like there's just too much focus on, like, everything else that's happening. I have actually would have liked it today, especially given – uh, Yeah, Madison Square Garden. I think today would have been the day to do it. Personally. I was
0: actually surprised that Vince didn't do his farewell at MSG, the, the stadium that he – or the, the, the I mean, I think we
1: know why now, right? Oh, of course,
0: now, yeah. yeah. But I thought that he would try to pull it off. And for Triple H, like Nissan Stadium, the football stadium, I think that'd be a good good place to kind of do it. Nicholas but says, I feel Triple H will do Vince booking till SummerSlam because he's stuck in current storylines. Rambo says, I keep peep at, at hearing people ask who may come to WWE with Vince gone, but I'm wondering if there are any wrestlers within WWE that might leave since Vince is gone. Thoughts? Well, they thought it was Brock Friday. Um, Brock hit the bricks, went up the road. I don't know if he had them Jimmy Johns or whatever, but... He came back during the show. They had scripted it without him, and he came back during the show. And I was told he was in much a much better mood afterwards. I don't think that they hit him or anything, but it. I didn't get word of it until he popped up, so that was a surprise. I don't think there's anybody to go to get his subs. (laughs) Yeah, Ryan says. Do you think we see more of Triple H's vision taking place after SummerSlam? This show seemed way more cohesive than usual, and stuff actually made sense. Sort of. I mean, I still think when you got your your Mr. Money in the Bank losing seven straight matches, that ain't too hot. But I, I do think so. I think we'll start to see it next week. And that's do just you think, they're
1: gonna, you think they're going to wrap up this whole thing with like Austin Theory? You never know. Maybe they could have him go in and do like a failed cash-in or something. And just like wrap it up, tied in a bow, and it's like moving on to something else.
0: Or, I mean, they, they could do the thing where Ziggler goads him. I mean... Ziggler has been making his life hell and Ziggler's whole thing right now which we're about to talk about this match is I've been him I've been the handsome young talent but I earned the shit that I had
1: I'm not interested in this story yeah well you've got no taste it's not for me I'm sorry
0: but Ziggler is saying that he doesn't deserve all this stuff he was handed it and I feel like Austin Theory his character his ego is big enough to where he's like I'll show you that I deserve it I'll show you that I earned it and maybe put it back on the line somehow. And Ziggler could maybe goad him into doing that. I would love it if they just did another money in the bank ladder match. Just do the shit over on raw or SmackDown and pop a rating at that.
1: I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I think that would be a good way to like, you know, redo some things. I think that'd be really awesome, but I just don't, I don't see them doing it though for some reason.
0: Our poll has 1,400 votes and 67% of our audience has not heard of the money dance.
1: Told you. you this should be brought up in the next Fightful meeting. I, here I we said, go. We literally just did a focus group right here and there. I
0: know. 67%, Denise.
1: 67%
0: haven't heard well, of it.
1: Ask them again next week and now there's going to be more yeah, people I that bet. have heard of it. <laughs>
0: I bet. Uh, Nerd Guru says there are legitimate chances WWE and AEW will have a working relationship at some point. Is it now more possible than it was a week ago? 100% it's more possible than it was a week ago. I would say less than 10% it's happening. Jazzy Noah, subscribe to Fightful on Twitch. I want to thank you for that. And uh, we did have that Ziggler interview and AJ Styles, and it very much seems like they're, they're paired together. Uh, Gable was like, you guys are just thrown together. Here we are. But they won, and I'm at least interested in the idea of a team. Seems like Dirty Dogs are as good as done. Who knows? Uh, Bobby Roode has not been on TV for a long time.
1: and I don't hate the idea. I'm not super in love with it, but I don't hate it either.
0: That's, that's understandable. I mean, because with Dolph Ziggler, it's a, well, I'll wait and see how this plays out type of thing because we've been burned on his pushes too many times.
1: I almost feel like... I'm just not that person that's like, oh, you know, waiting for this moment to happen for Dolph Ziggler. I kind of feel like the ship has kind of sailed. And so for me, I'm just ha- kind of have no interest.
0: I want to thank you guys. We got to 7,900 Fightful Select subscribers. I would absolutely love it if we hit 100 more right now. Right What's now. Right now. <laughs> right now. I really would love it. Uh, 8,000 this month is my goal. I don't usually set those, but Jimmy was always telling me, oh, we can do 3,000. We can do 4,000. We can do 5,000. And I was like, no way. Get out of here. I don't think we'll get to 10,000 ever, but by God, if we do. Is
1: that why you promised me a freaking raise? You don't have a, you don't believe that it's going to happen.
0: Correct. Ryan Trimble says
1: it's going to happen. Can I make a second one too? Yeah, so sure. like when we hit 10,000, I get a raise. Can I get another raise at 13,000 and then one at 20,000? I'm cashing those in now. I'm marking those yeah. as my numbers.
0: Yeah, sure. I'll give you a raise at those. No, 10, no
1: 13, and tw- you know what? Hold on. 10, 13, and 18 because I was born on the 18th. Eight, what? So 10,000, and 18,000. I'll
0: counter you. 10, 14, and 18. No,
1: 13 is my lucky number. It has to that be 10,000. That makes
0: a lot of sense.
1: It's 10,000, 13,000. Okay, fine, and 20,000. Oh, that, 20. Okay, that's it.
0: Come that on. one kid wrestling says I was there tonight. It was an AEW fan heavy crowd surprisingly. I mean, wrestling fans, you know. That one kid, uh, actually we just read that one, but um as far as uh, I got people asking where Rude is, he was on the road for a while in May and June he was working Veer and Omos. I don't know. He's not wrestled on TV since the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal before WrestleMania and before that he was doing the NXT stuff. I mean, he is I mean he's still in great shape obviously, but uh, the man's 45 years old. He's not like a, a young star. We've watched him on TV for 20 years now. So yeah, or no, yeah, he's 46 actually. Forty six, so he's up there. Uh, but Ziggler and Styles as a team, I dig it. Scoop or Scott Barrett says Double J should keep his ref shirt on the next five days. That was weird that he was still wearing. Like, why is he wearing it a because week he's before?
1: Gonna, I, he's just already getting into the theme, you know. Denise, you're it's not like wearing your wet. Rehearsal. You're
0: not wearing your dress right now.
1: I had I known, I would have.
0: Oh my god! Damn,
1: might as well.
0: So he's basically <laughs> keeping them in line. Elmer Romero says. Uh, Question for Denise.
1: Oh no! Good not
0: pronouncing these best Mexican candies.
1: Mazapanes.
0: Okay. De la Rosa. De la Rosa. Paleta payaso. Uh,
1: Paleta. Oh, the payaso uh, paletas. They're the yeah, they're yeah, the payaso ones. Yeah. Duvalin. Duvalin. Yeah.
0: Duvalin. Okay. I don't like Duvalin
1: too much. Actually, what's the other one? What'd you say?
0: Pelonotes? <laughs> p- Pelonates?
1: Uh, no, it's uh, uh fuck, it's a uh, p- pilones. You know, it's, okay, it's a, you no go. pelones, excuse me, pelones. It's uh, the ones p- that you like, you push it up and then you suck out the hair. It's, it's that, like tamarindo candy. I sent these to you, Sean. Had you actually tried them, then you would be a them. little bit more prepared.
0: I tried several of them. Uh, Pica Fresca? Yeah. Okay. Which is your favorite of those?
1: I already said I like the Mazapanes are my favorite. Mazapanes. And then also, um, I do like the, I like anything with tamarindo in it.
0: Well, you know what? Whether you're here in Kentucky, in California, or maybe you wanna get these Mexican candies from the source, our friends at NordVPN will be there right there with you. Change your virtual location with just one click. If you're on that unsecured Wi Fi when you're traveling at the hotel, uh, maybe at, at the airport, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. You get a great deal, an additional month free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it. Maybe you want to watch some pay-per-views that maybe happened this past weekend, and you're like, oh my God, I want to spend a lot less money. Well, you change your virtual location in New Zealand, and you are good to go. This also goes for a lot of stuff, like maybe you missed WWE Network. You can can subscribe to the Canadian version with NordVPN.com. You can also... Get that online threat protection that blocks online trackers, blocks annoying pop-up ads, and malware. And on top of that, they've got three great tiers. They start off with the standard that just has the VPN. You go up one tier, they'll add a pass on top of that. Go up one tier, they'll add a locker on top of that. I use NordVPN.com slash Fightful every single day. I love it. It is a fantastic service and uh, very effective. The fastest VPN in the world. NordVPN.com/slash-fightful. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. By the way, guys, we've had like 2,500 people watching this, and I'd love to get a thousand thumbs up. That really like lets YouTube know that they need to show uh, the content to other people. So whether it's our videos, Denise's videos, uh, leave a thumbs up as it really, really helps out. We've yes,
1: I have bolones right now in the kitchen too. Actually. And I have Mazapanis too.
0: Clay Torres says, Do Riddle and Theory get their first names back? I think Riddle will.
1: I think he should.
0: Yeah. Jambeard says, Wait, wait, wait a minute. Denise just say, Suck out the hair. What kind of candy has hair in it? It's, it's like a little hair.
1: head. It's a little head. Yeah, and the and the you push up. it down, and that. the hair is the candy, and then you like suck it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw good. that. I
0: saw that. James says, Denise, this is for you congratulations on the wedding and good luck. I hope you get your raise soon so you don't need to beg for dance money.
1: Exactly uh, and I with- I, just, I,
0: hold I just want to say Denise's bonus very nicely based on based on an ad that I sold that I did not take a cut for and I, instead I gave it to Denise.
1: Yeah and also maybe my boss won't call me out in public at an event with professionals and tell me that I need to get new pairs of shoes.
0: You do. But you know what? Listen, Denise, because I'm generous, tonight we'll do double pay. There you go. Not not hey, Not pay and a half. It'll be double pay tonight because it's your wedding.
1: But Okay, well, I, you're going to have to tell me what that is on the DMs because I'm bad at math.
0: I don't know how much you get paid, so there you Are go. Are you
1: doubling my time and a half? So you're telling me I could have been I, lying on my invoice this entire time yeah, because you don't, don't even know how shit. much I get paid?
0: Yeah, I don't give a shit. Um Buddy Matthews reacted to the Aaliyah thing <laughs> and said, I'll light, I'll let them fight for my custody in a ladder match. That's good shit. So I want to talk
1: about my contract.
0: Uh, you don't have I one. I know. I'll- Muted. Um, Ryan Trimble says, do you expect the bloodline belts to either be truly unified, new design, or split back into separate belts now with Triple H in charge? Denise, I'm thinking we get separate belts. We did get this match. Roman Reigns won beating Riddle, and then Rollins came out to beat that ass afterwards. I've got a sneaking suspicion Rollins and Riddle gets moved. Um, I don't know why. I just do. But Reigns winning this, if he's on TV, he probably needs to be picking up the W because he wrestles rarely on TV anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think today was like, oof, it's been a while, especially like the last couple of months.
0: Yeah, but as far as Ryan's question, um, I think that that it, the titles will go separate again. KE775 says, I think Seth should win Saturday, then beat Roman down the road. Uh, me too. Me too. Did you notice the time display in the arena at the end? No, I didn't.
1: No. What do you mean time display?
0: I, I do know that in some cases, they got to get the hell out of that arena in, in a right amount of time, but I don't think they were anywhere near that. Nerd guru says now that an adequate person has the pencil do Seth and Roman again they somehow always make magic and I get hyped when they cross paths Roman in this form or maybe ever has never beaten Seth Hunter the story is there that's I all mean, I they want. teased it I, I want stories I want to play off of that I want to I, I I want them to take history and make something of it that's that's all I want
1: and tease things because fans pay attention to things they remember things even if it's something subtle people remember it
0: I want to thank Nicholas Olson. He sent us a great super chat to kind of wrap us up. says, I told my brother the first time I saw Montez Ford in NXT, he was going to be a future WWE champion. He shined bright as hell in that main event. And Fightful Select is the best $5 I spend every month. Thank you. Uh, Well, thank you. And Montez Ford keeps looking good. And the thing I love is that Angelo keeps working. Like he's saying, don't forget about me. I'm right here and I'm getting better too. Montez laid in a clothesline and I was like, God damn. And he just sh- like shouted out about it. I think both of those guys are elevating each other. They're one upping each other. And that's what I think a healthy tag team is. Like, I-, I wouldn't even hate if they had like a friendly breakup. Like where they're like, let's try something on our own and have like some friendly matches where they they go all out with each other. I would like to see something different like that.
1: And I think we have noticed it because I remember for like the longest time, everybody was like Montez, Montez, Montez. And I was like, well, Dawkins was like, oh, hell no. Like, look at yeah. me now. And, you know, I'm going to bring something a little different to the team. And he did. And you've had those moments where, I, you know, I've, I recall several times coming on here and being like, oh, did you see what Angelo did? That was freaking cool. You know, stuff like that. I, I agree. I think like having that is pretty awesome.
0: We got a couple more super chats. Sleek the Geek says, can we get muted to take off on Wrestle Talk 2? Every time Sean does it, I giggle. Denise is awesome, though. Her reactions are the best. Denise I'm doesn't. Here. Denise really doesn't like it when I do it, though. And I don't want to upset Denise on her Oh, wedding, you don't want to upset me? Muted. Austin Clutter says, the real question is Denise having an open bar? Are you going to have sweet tea at your wedding?
1: I am actually going to have tea. It came with the package.
0: Is it sweet tea or is it just tea?
1: I have no earthly idea. Have you ever had sweet tea? Yeah, I've had sweet tea and unsweetened tea. I like the unsweetened tea from McDonald's, actually. I get that. It's good.
0: So, like, here, sweet tea is, like, very, 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 very sweet, especially at McDonald's. So do they sell sweet tea at McDonald's, like, out there?
1: Yeah, it's unsweetened, though.
0: Well, then that's not sweet tea. There's there's a you categorical. Put the, you
1: put the sugar in it or it if you want. But I don't like mine's with the sugar, actually. I like it unsweetened. Not I'm the, the weird same. old person. Heartless, but it tastes good.
0: Heartless says he's trending on Twitter. Is Johnny Gargano coming back? Bro, he trends on Twitter every time anything happens. Anytime somebody's like, surprise at AEW, he trends. Anytime they're going to Cleveland, he trends. Anytime Triple H gets a little bit of power, he trends every time
1: hey that's um, a good thing it's letting people know he's wanted
0: somebody says he trends every time he farts no that's the thing he doesn't fart any trends
1: he ain't done anything
0: but have well i can't say he hasn't done anything because then he'll post a picture of his kid and he's like really i've done nothing <laughs> but smith <laughs> roll says with the new era on its way do we get better entrance music i hope so but i'm not counting on it not counting on
1: it Maybe slowly, but surely. It's probably not at the top of the to-do list.
0: Yeah. Man, Michael Taylor coming in here. He says, do you think the Roman's dig of your daddy's not here was planned? Paul looked shocked. I do. I do think it was planned. And I think Roman knows that no matter what, he can get away with it.
1: Paul's just really good at the facial expressions. He's good at what he does. So I, I do think that it was planned as well.
0: I mean, look at him at the the Undertaker's streak ending. Like they, He looked like he just witnessed a murder. But uh, a big thank you to Michael for the super generous chat. But yeah, I do think it was planned. I don't think they planned the Who's Your Daddy chance, which he played off of really, really well. And that's one of the things that Roman's so good at. And also, I think that, that Theory did a really great job reacting to it too, being like, he's, he's not my daddy. He's actually not my daddy. One of those. Yeah.
1: And he didn't over, he didn't like try to like overdo it either, which was good too. But that's what I meant. Like it happened naturally. Let yes. things like that happen naturally.
0: And I, I actually hope that I hear that Roman didn't plan that. I hope that I hear that it was an improvised line because that would be dope if it was the case, but I fully believe it was a scripted line. Like even that Cody promo, when he came back, it was scripted. I physically saw the script because somebody was like, Oh, no, 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 that was scripted. I wonder, and they wanted to make sure I had that right. And I was like, Well, damn, that one felt like it was in his voice, too. So I fully believe that was scripted. Well, guys, as we have been on the air, you all got us over four or 7,900 Fate, Fightful Select subscriptions. Thank you all so much. We are just loading up the content Uh, today. I did an hour long Q and a right now, Alex and Kate are live for sour graps. So check it out. Denise and I won't be here next Monday. Alex. Yeah. yeah, Alex and Kate will be here next Monday. You'll get a free edition of sour graps. uh, So they're filling in for us. Denise and I will be back in a couple of weeks, but Denise, I'll hopefully, assuming Spirit Airlines gets me there, <laughs> we'll see you on Sunday. And that is far from a guarantee.
1: If not, you're going to have to do the money dance on camera. You're going to have to owe me.
0: Oh, Denise, tell the, where, wedding. tell the people where they can find you.
1: <laughs> YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I post everything that I do there.
0: Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, the support has been overwhelming. Until next time, we're out.